Welcome back, Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Brooke. So nice to have you again for this special edition on the Haggadah Shal Pesach. Rabbi Eliezer, you've shared with me that you've been obsessed, addicted, hyper-focused on Haggadahs for close to 35 years. Now, anybody who walks into a Svarim store could see that every single year, there's just piles and piles, tables worth of new Haggadahs. I opened the Jewish publications. I just saw Art Scroll, tiny, tiny lines and lines and lines of Haggadahs that are available just in English. So, just from Art Scroll. And it's it's there, there's, it's infinite, the amount of Haggadahs that are available. So, who better than Rabbi Brat to give us a little bit, maybe straighten out for us what's available, how we can find what we're looking for. Perhaps maybe the best way to go about it is just open a Haggadah and prepare the Haggadah and see what you come up with yourself. However, many people enjoy looking through Haggadahs all the different Purushim, Rishayinim, Achroinim, different styles, different paths to follow. So Rabbi Brat, we figured it'll be a, let's spend a few minutes going through some of it. And I know you could spend hours and hours and hours and days and weeks talking about this. So let's see how much you could cram into 45 minutes. Okay, yes, we'll definitely try our hardest to cram it in. So where do you want to start? What's the goal? What are you trying to get at? What are you trying to get out of this presentation, what should people get out of this presentation? Okay, so we, the, the first thing is, um, is that in general, there's a, one point to mention is that there's a Sefer Hasidim, that's how it's known, but it's really called Sefer Amaskil from a nephew of the Rush, that he says that it's proper before Yom Toivim, before the Parsha, to learn through, prepare the parasha, the tefillos that one says on the, on the Yom Tovim, and, and he also mentions the God of, of Pesach. So it's important, we're, we're about to begin, and some, for some of us it's two sedarim, others only one seder, but it's, it's, a, it's a nice long amount, of nice amount of time to spend some time to, what to what's there out there that can help us get through the seder properly. That's number one. Um, and the Maril actually later on also brings us down for, for, for Yom Tovim to spend time to do it. That's, that's so my first intention over here is that um, it should make it a little, possibly a little easier um, to know what's out there. Okay, that's number one. Okay, and number two? Now, another thing I, I also like is that to just to say at the outset is um, number is two small points. One is that I'm sure I'm, people are going to complain that I'm missing this important work or that or that important work. As you mentioned, it's only 45 minutes. When we hear the numbers of the Agadahs that are out there, we'll understand why it's not physically possible to talk about all of them. Um, it's just, there's not an attempt to accomplish everything. It's just a smorgasbord, as I like to call it, of some of the material out there. Number two, there's a Sheva Musar, which is very important to remember, which is basically he says something to the effect that each person's taste of a Sefer could be different. And the reason it has to do with this, some, sometimes people are connected to a certain Sefer or to a certain Mahalach, so some people might like drush, some people might like halacha, some people might like pshat, some people might like remez, some people like kabbalah, and there's definitely all that available out there with the Haggadah Pesach. So keep that in mind also um, before listening or as you listen to this presentation. Okay, so hopefully after a person listens to this presentation, he'll have maybe a little bit of clarity, some more clarity in what talks to him, what's available for for purchase, and and to peruse as he prepares for Pesach, like you explained, it's a very important night. People like to be prepared somewhat as they sit down to their Seder. Okay, so um, 
as we mentioned, there's a lot out there. So what's the, what's your first tip? What should a person do? What's the first thing a person should do before he starts looking for his latest Haggadah? And I have to mention, somebody sent me an email and said that he's, I don't know the words he used, but he said, out of FOMO, fear of missing out, for those who don't know what that stands for, said he bought 21 new Haggadahs this year. Is that even possible? There are 21 new Haggadahs this year? Supposedly, there's more, much more than twenty-one new goddess, but I won't be. Get, I don't know about those goddess at this point. But yeah, okay. Everyone should have as much time to look through a few pages of twenty-one goddess. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, so you like first, to begin? Okay, so the first tip, just to, to keep in mind, is that there's a fascinating nativ worth looking at carefully. But the nativ basically says in Shema, in Perak Yud Gimel in Chumash Ches, it comes out from the nativ that there's an Indian to do Tzipar Yitzis Mitzrayim all seven days of Pesach. So when you look at the amount of literature your children might bring home, or all the books that are out there, how can one do it in one night or two nights? So there's at least an attiv that you have all of Pesach to discuss it, and that, that's part of what this uh, Pesach is all about. So it's Kedai to divide up a little bit over the many meals to discuss a little bit about um, Yitzis Mitzrayim. Okay, that's just a small little tip. Okay, now, the the first, before anything is, the first question is, how many Haggadahs are there out there? This is a question that I'm always asked, is there even a way to know? So, basically, it seems, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not able to say this, but some bibliographers have said this, the topic that perhaps has been written about the most in Jewish literature is the Haggadah Shal Pesach. There are in many languages with all kinds of Purushim, pictures, whatever style one could possibly think of, in Drush, Kabbalah, Halacha, Musa, Hasidus. And like everything else, people specialize in collecting Haggadahs, even though they don't collect regular Svarim. Every once in a while you'll see in a newspaper magazine, um, they'll have an interview with one of these types of collectors. I once, a few years back, was at a guy that he had over 4,000 Haggadahs, which is an incredible amount that he collected for over 50, 60 years. Anyway, um, the point is that there's many types of Haggadahs. And why do you think Haggadah is something that people have an affinity to specifically? Why? I don't know. I, 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 this is a good question. What's special about it? I don't know. I guess the excuse is that it's, it, par, it par, partially has to do with a mitzvah. People are, you know, it relates a lot about Chumash. It's a Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is one of the most fundamental things in Yiddishkeit, and the way the Haggadah actually is set up at the Leila Seder. So I guess some of those are some of the factors about it. Um, but each person, I mean, I don't know, because different each collector, they have different reasons what struck them to start collecting um, their Haggadah collections. So I don't know exactly why. It's a good, it's a very are good you the person. Are you the person who has 4,000 Haggadah? It can't be you, because you're not around 50, 60 years, but how many right. do you have? No, no. no, no. We, I believe in you don't, you don't count them, because Zayn Hara. Um, but uh, but uh, some people do count them and they whatever. okay. And then also there's a question: How you count them? Is a if let's say you have a god that has ten perushim of ten different people, is that ten perushim ten? Agad? Anyway, fine. Bottom line is getting moving right along is in 1901 there was a bibliographer named Shmuel Wiener. He started he started making a bibliography of the Jewish Haggadahs to to list them out there. As late as 1960, the great bibliographer Avram Yari he wrote a book. Um, called Bibliography Shal Gadis Leil Pesach. He started the list. This is how it looks. People people like to see show and tell. So, and he came to a list of 2,700 Haggadahs. Okay. Um, this list 
after he after he completed his list, the different bibliographers wrote in to all different Haggadahs that he missed, and it's, not everything was his fault because they're found in all over the world, different collections, as it predates the internet that we have today where everything is a click of a button. Anyway, later on, in 1997, from Hebrew University, Yitzhak Yudolov printed his version of a bibliography, an incredible job. He has... Um, his final number, only up to Haggadahs, including till printed in 1960, is 4,715. Now, when they include a Haggadah, it's any type of Haggadah. It does not necessarily mean it has a parish. Of course, since 1960, there's many more Haggadahs have been printed. Just this year alone, there's 30, 40 Haggadahs. And again, if you're just going to if you're gonna include every type of font, forget about it. It's endless. Anyway, bottom line is, it's become a minute for many people, is when you go to the Svarim store, is that before Pesach, you have to have a new Haggadah. Okay. So that, that that's the first um, thing. The number out there, there's a, it's a very large number, and the lo- number just keeps on getting bigger. As we speak, probably, there's another Gada being printed. Anyway, yeah. You you got away pretty um, easy on that one without giving a number. How many others are out there? Um, any recommendations for somebody who wants to understand? When was the Haggadah written? Who wrote it? When was it set up? And how has it um, progressed over the years? I mean, the Ram has a different Haggadah. What's the classic Haggadah and what different Haggadahs are out there, I guess, throughout the generations? Okay, so this, there's, there's a lot. Um, I'll regalachas, just to mention a few of them. One is a classic. It's printed in the early 50s. Menachem Kasher, basically um, famous for the Tarish Lema. He began working on a project to do a similar to what he did with the Tarish Lema, on the Haggadah Shlema. And he basically, towards the beginning already, he commissioned Rabbi Shmuel Ashkenazi, um, someone that I was able to get to know very well over many years, who was Nifter in the beginning of Corona. And he did most of the work. Um, and basically what this Haggadah has in the beginning is it has a series of many chapters where it discusses all different, anything you, you might have wanted to know about the Leila Seder. It's approximately 40 chapters. You want to know um, a collection of the Rishayinim, and, and some important early Achrayinim, what happened in a very systematic, organized manner, this was the place to look. Not only, and it, and it's, part of the point is that it's not it's not 20 volumes, it's one volume, it's not so thick, you can see, it's available even today. And as the case with many of Rabbi Ashkenazi's writings, it's well written, very well organized. It's based on a very wide range of sources, including manuscripts, Geniza fragments, and it's formed the basis for many, virtually all good Haggadahs since, from the 1950s and onwards, when they, we talk about Talel HaSeder and different aspects, they're using this Haggadah. Many quote it Bishmai, and some do not. Um, the second part is also an important work, because it's, it's based on Pshat, collecting from something like 50 Haggadahs, with um, very clear written uh, through the Leila Seder, um, brings you on the top, the Nusach of the Haggadah, and the bottom will have the Perushim of Pshat. So if someone's sitting at the Seder, and you have this Haggadah, this is very useful. A lot of times people ask a Pashat Pshat question, here you have it in the bottom. Okay, till today, this is sort of like a classic, um, both in the entire world and, the, and in the academic world. Okay, I'm actually working on putting out updates of his from the past 50 years, that he wrote on the sides and he put in papers inside his Haggadah Shleima, depending on if I find the time and funding for it, it will happen faster. Anyway, this is one Haggadah that's very much quoted and very useful and available till today. Another important Haggadah was written around the same time, which is from uh, Daniel Goldschmidt, famous for his Machzairim, which is more academic with the manuscripts, also very useful until today one could get it easily. Um, it's not as extensive as, as the, the, the Ashkenazi slash Kasher Haggadah Shleima, but it's also extremely, extremely useful. Another another more recent useful Haggadah 
um, a work on the Agada is from Pesach Toyer, from a Professor Yosef Taburi of Barilan. He he he. It's not he talks about a lot of the aspects that in general are also negayah. The negayah in Leila Seder, how Lecha Mishnah plays out, Matilas Yadayim on vegetables, Yayin, and all different things. But a lot of things related to the Seder also also very useful and available today. One last work in this section that I would like to mention is from Professor David Henschke called Manashtana, a beautiful, beautiful Haggadah. This book only came out a few years ago. It came out in, um, in Yerushalayim. Immediately it sold out. 2016, it sold out literally in two weeks. It was reprinted in time for Pesach. Today you could get it um, relatively easily from the Magnus website. Now, what's the significance of this Haggadah? So like this, Profe- I'm just going to say very bekitzer. It's Professor Henschke, who's a Enikel from the from the the Hershes, the Broyers. He's a tremendous Talmachacham. He learned in the Yeshiva world under Reb Shlomo Fisher. He's a close Talmud, Reb Gusman. And at, at, for a while, he was a regular Magachir in the Mizrahi Datilumi Yeshiva. He has a tremendous command in even Kachim and Tyrus, like unbelievable. His works show, in general, and this work particularly shows an incredible command of Chazal and onwards. But he also shows. At the same time, impressive breadth in academic literature as a deep understanding and how to use it with all the new methods. Um, he's also a very big mechadish, and he has a lot, a lot of times he has a fresh look on the materials of the Leila Seder. It's done with tremendous Yerushamayim, with tremendous respect for the Achreinim he talks about. In general, um, Professor Henschke, I, was, I did hear, I heard many Shir from also. It's very pshat, it's attempt to be pshat, he discusses with Majrashi Alacha, etc., etc. And if one wants to have some samples, not necessarily a material that's in the book, but chapters that parts of it did form into the book later on, you say they're not identical chapters of the book, but material that could be found in the book, we're more than happy to send you some samples on the Leil Seder, but it's very Iundic. It's one requires um, uh, to sit down and learn it. It's like learning a Iundic Ashtikal Torah, but it will help you change and understand from the many people that have gotten feedback about it after I recommended it to a lot of people, the very to freedom with this book. Um, you can email me at eliezerbrudge at gmail.com and I could send you some um, some chapters of his material about it. Okay, excellent. As you mentioned, your email address, and if anybody wants to get lists of available forum and articles, every yontif Eliezer sends out. You didn't send that yet for Pesach, right? You're still sending? So if they want, they could send Eliezer Brut an email at eliezerbrudge at gmail.com to get added to that list as well. Okay, so... And many people who want to know where they can find relevant halachas, or they'll say they're Pesach Bechlal, what do you recommend for that? So halacha, already from the times of the Rishayim and onwards, the Drushas before Shabbos HaGadol, or, and they also wrote many Chiburim, they dealt with the halachas of the Leila Seder, very specific. Um, as, and there's constantly new discoveries being printed. Um, just last week, uh, or two weeks ago, uh, Professor Yaakov Spiegel printed a, a Talmud of the Rush, Drushes, which also has in the Sefer Drushes Alatayra, has a, at least one or two Drushes related to Pesach with many halachas. So it's constantly being changing. So one could always find, you go to the Svarim store that year, there's usually going to be some new Rishon with the halachas of Drushes. From Achreinim, it's also the same type of story. Just to mention one, as it's, it wasn't available for, for, for many years, and in recent years it's become again available, is Rabbi Tzachios. He gave a Drusha in 1587, he was the Rav in Prague. And it was very rare, very important Russia with a lot of halachas. It was, but interestingly enough, it was written in the form of a shear. There's a lot of Kabbalah in it also. And you um, authored other works in, in, in the form of, 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 a, of, a, of song. 
Um, there's other people that did a similar such thing. The Marshal did it. The Marshal, we know, did it for Leila Seder specifically because it's easier to remember, to keep people interested. Maybe that's why he did it. Bottom line is that these there's a lot of Akhrayim that are constantly being discovered or rediscovered or new manuscripts or things that work that weren't available for hundreds of years because of being rare. And now there are people always looking for something new. But fast forward to more contemporaries. The first, one of the first contemporary works that's written on the Leila Seder, all the halachas going from beginning to end, is called Vayagid Moshe from a, I think, Rav Katz. It's printed by his brother. Um, he dies in the Holocaust. Somehow the work survives. His, the, the Rav Katz's nephew worked on putting out the work properly. And I think even this year, a new edition of this Vayagid Moshe came out. It's full of valuable information about the Leila Seder, Halachadik, Hasidish Makairis, and other Makairis. And it's quoted in a lot of the Likutim on the Leila Seder. But, um, and every year, literally, um, many, many Svarim come out on Halachas Leila Seder. In, uh, in my humble opinion, one of the, till today, one of the best works that's written, even with even though it was written before the various search engines, such as Eitzar Chachma, Google Books, is the Seder HaAruch. It's a three-volume set from Rav Weingarten. And this is, a th- um, here, just to see, one of the volumes um, is this. I think it's still, I'm pretty sure it's still available. On the Leila Seder, it's over 600 pages. It's the, um, um, volume one is the Halachas. Volume 2 is Agada, which he sets up very well dealing with Machshava and Agada, going through the Seder also, be organized based on a wealth of sources. And Volume 3 is the Haggadah Shal Pesach. And he sets it up, very Pshad-oriented, a lot of the questions that everyone has when you learn the, when you have a um, you have a Seder, people ask basic questions quickly. You don't have time to pull out all the millions of books that exist. There could be stuff up Hasidus, Kabbalah, Rishayinah, everything could be in there. And it's very easy because sometimes there's, people don't have time to prepare so much. Easy, well-written, straight to the point. And if uh, uh, someone wants to have material to say over, a boy wants to impress his uh, future shver or his shver, it's also a great cheating safer. Anyway, bottom line is these three volumes are kedai to get. Two last um, works in the halachic uh, thing, even though, the, as I mentioned, many more. Ravadi Yosef has a chazan avadia many years ago, which was simonim of different specific unim on different parts of the Seder with impressive Haskamas. It was two massive volumes. And later on in his set, Chaznavadi, which he ended up doing on a lot of um, the Mayadim and Shabbos, he has one on Pesach, also incredible, Kedarka Bekaidish of many different Marmakimis on the Lela Seder. One last item to mention, it's come out in the recent years, Rav Mazuz um, um, has a two-volume work so far, High Nisi, I believe it's called, um, very useful, interesting, not the typical type of material on the Leila Seder, Halacha, Minig, his own type of Tyrus, and one could find very interesting stuff to say over at the Seder. Al-Kopanim, that's some of a small amount of the Halacha aspects of the Leila Seder that's out there. Okay, so after someone has time to go through all that, he still has a little bit more time, and he's looking for Zalikutim. Maybe he didn't find the Vart, you know, to impress his family in the previous Svarim. What kind of Likutim are there out there? Agadis that are malakit from different, I guess, Rishayinim, Achreinim, that so, famous ones, yeah. So, yeah. We'll first, so first we'll start with the actual texts of the Rishayinim, and then and we'll go through Achreinim, and then we'll get to the, if you really want to just have a good cheating safer out there. So first, Rishayinim, some people like to have Rishayinim, they like to learn through the Rishayinim. So um, in 1998, Meisr of Cook printed a beautiful edition of the Agada in their set, Tyrus Chaim. And it instantly became a classic bestseller. It sold out already that first year. I think it was printed two or three times already. This Haggadah has 12 different Purushim of Rishayinim based on manuscripts and has very useful footnotes. 
it's very worthwhile for one to spend time learning this, not obviously during the Seder, but to get the Pashup shot in what's going on in the various parts of the Haggadah. It takes a lot of time and patience, and it's not easy. It might be Kedai to spend a year each year to go through one or two such Purushim and make notes, but in general, many of the Pashup shot questions can be found in these Rishayim, um, and it's a very beautifully done Haggadah. Um, but there are numerous works of Rishayim, constantly being, sometimes the new ones are being discovered, and Ein Ludav I'm not going to mention all of them that are out there. I have Rachmanis on everyone. Um, one Haggadah that Meister Cook ended up putting out a little um, more recently was from Ravasha Aureli's brother um, in his set called Teres Rishayim. So he has a Teres Rishayim Haggadah where he collects a lot of Rishayim on the Haggadah. Let's say Rabbeinu Bechai has a piece on the Haggadah. He puts it in there, and Rishu Ben Shriba, all these types of pieces relate to the Haggadah that are not... And he doesn't play around with it. He just puts you the text. So if you like Rishayim, it's also useful. One last thing for Rishayim is, um, as I said, it's constantly there's constantly um, new things happening. So just last week, a new leaker came out of the Rambam and Ubeis Midrashe from Rav Zevald and others from Bnei Brak. Should be available in America already, maybe even already today or any day now. Um, basically, a work which he collects, the Rambam. Other people did it also, but he seems to have more material. The Rambam and his son anything connecting to the Lil Haseder. Um, and that's some, on um, you know, some very, very bekitzer of the Rishonim that are out there on the Lil Haseder. Okay. Well, it's only 21 minutes so far, something like that. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. So, contemporary Haggadahs, you up to there? A contemporary, not yet. No, no, not no. Yet. Oh, 21 okay. minutes. I still have time. I have time. Okay. So, so first we'll go through Achreinim. Okay, Achreinim. Um, a lot of times, not because we're on a on a high madriga necessarily, but sometimes it talks to us more. It's closer to our tkufa, so we like and enjoy the the um, lush and the longer lush, and so it speaks to us more. So, one of the first Haggadahs printed is the Abarbanel Zevach Pesach. It's first printed in 1505. The first Haggadah that has a parish in, that's printed. And it's printed numerous times. So I think somewhere I saw over a hundred times. It's printed in English. Art Scroll has it. I think some other people have translated it. I don't. I do not know the differences. But Meister of Cook recently, in recent years, has also put out a nice edition of it. Um, now, like this. What is the what is the Abarbanel? So everyone's famous. It's famous. The Abarbanel asked many questions. There's a famous joke that uh, many people went off the derech because on Shabbos they used to after the Suda they would start learning the kashas of the Abarbanel and then they would fall asleep before they got to the answers. So they uh, whatever. Okay, but anyway, by the Haggadah, he has approximately a hundred questions and he proceeds to answer them in a very clear manner. Al peep shat. Um, and it's considered, till today, one of the classics. It's beautiful. It's very, very kedai to go through one year, maybe two years, however long it takes. The Mamloyah's Haggadah is heavily based on it. And for, it sets the tone, actually, for a lot of Haggadahs later on. Ledugma, one Haggadah to talk about, is the Maisa Hashem. The Maisa Hashem didn't write a Haggadah, but he wrote a work, Al-Tayra, of Eliezer Ashkenazi, the Bandar of the Ramah, and Rabbi of Cairo, one of the Gedele Adar of that Kufa. Also, it's very Pshat-oriented. So he... Has a um, in his parish called Maisa Hashem. There's a Haggadah, a parish on a running parish on the Haggadah. Today, like everything else, they made a beautiful edition just of this Haggadah, more than one edition of it, um, worthwhile to, to buy, very shadow oriented. And he also deals a lot with Abarbanel. Anyway, moving moving right along as the, as the clock ticks, we have the Gra Haggadah. The Gra, um, this was actually one of the first writings of the Gra printed. Um, and there's numerous editions of this Haggadah. There's a lot of Pshat stuff. There's also Kabbalah stuff in there. One edition of this Haggadah that I would recommend is from a um, 
a noble, I believe his name is. He did a very nice job. The footnotes are very useful in understanding the A lot of times, if you you we take for granted a certain certain pieces and we think uh, we understand them, and and people ask them, and people ask questions on them, and they they quote him on different things. But if you learn it very very carefully, you see there's a lot happening there, and it's very well worth one's time to go through some of those pieces. Some of them have become some pieces have become classics. Moving right along, the same ta- around the same time, Zagadu called Marbala Saper. Marbala Saper, the author was Rabbi Didya Tilvayel, son of the Carbon of Sanel, on the Rush. This Zagadu was printed in 1791, and until 2002 was not reprinted. It, it's interesting is it doesn't say the author's name in it, um, but we know that it is him. Um, as early as in the same Tkufa, with Ezra Flechlis, which we'll discuss as I got shortly, he talked, he quotes something from it, and he says that this is, he's the author. Anyway, we know for sure it's the author. We know um, we have the his, we have other Kisfiyat of his, and we have the Ksavyat of this Haggadah actually exists in Hebrew University today. Anyway, this Haggadah, it's not limited to Pshat. It's, it includes um, Jerush and Remez also. He has interesting explanations, stuff that one could say over at the table. He has material from his father. He even has some stuff from old manuscripts that he seemed to have had from Mishainim. Anyway, it's a worthwhile Agada. Um, a, a version of the Agada will be found on Hebrew books, which Agav Hebrew books has well over a thousand Agadas. This is how the Marble of Sapphire Agada looks in the, in the new edition. Worthwhile um, checking out. Um, another Agada, Maeser Rebelezer, is Rebelezer Fleckless. He was born in 1754, dies in 1826. He's, a, he's, a, he's from the Mishpacha of the Kliyaka, famous Darshan from Prague, but he was now. He's a Talmud Muvak by the Nerd Yehuda. He eventually takes him over. And besides for being a, a Gain Oilam and a Paisik, he was also an unbelievable Darshan. He, we have a few volumes of his Drush, which have been very hard to find until recently. A Machon in, in Borough Park has taken upon themselves and printed a few of these volumes. They also recently printed his Haggadah, a beautiful, beautiful edition of Haggadah, a lot of Drush, and a lot of good stuff to stay over, um, not the typical um, type of material out there. Okay. Moving along, another Haggadah in Achreinim that also gets very much quoted is the Nesivas Haggadah. Now, just to stress, the Nesivas, even though in the Yeshiva world um, everyone knows, he, he sort of gets the... He's, he's always the Machlekes of the Ksais, and uh, people um, don't necessarily realize how Chashev the Nesivas was. They know he's Chashev, but they don't understand how Chashev he is. So a friend of mine, um, Ellie Markin from Lakewood, he actually mentioned to me once he was looking at something and he came across a fascinating uh, thing in the Chachmas Adam from the Chai Adam. So he writes in his introduction on, on Chachmas Adam, which is on Yerdea, that he that he met, he was Zaycha to meet the Nesivis. Now you have to understand the Chai Adam was a Dayan in Vilna, he knew the Gra. And he knew many G'daylam, he's a Talmud of the Nain Yehuda, so he saw the big the big giants out there. He, when he talks about the um, Nesivas, he says, And then in a, a minute later, when he talks about He's good friends with Chayim and it's interesting to note the title how he refers to the Nesivas. The Nesivas Haggadah is considered a special Haggadah, there's, there's new editions of it, and um, and that is very well known. Okay. Another famous Haggadah worth mentioning is from the Natsiv. Also available in new editions with Biurim. And here it's Kadai just to, um, har- um, we mentioned all the way in the beginning, I said that the, the Natsiv says you could do it all seven days. So it's there's a famous legend. I, at this point, I'm, I, I don't, I'm not able to find sources for it, but there's a famous yeshiva lore, so to speak, which they say, I recently heard 
my Rav, uh, Rabbi David, um, Rabbi Vishai David, he said this over, he heard numerous times your Salavechik saying it over, the contrast between the Leil HaSeder by the Natsiv and the Beis HaLevi. Um, and they say they say that basically the Beis HaLevi, the Leil HaSeder, they were all nervous. They were nervous if there was Chomet still in the house, if the Matzah is not Chomet, was burnt to charcoal, if they're going to make some, if the, every, every possible thing they were nervous about. Is they going to make chatzais? If the if the if the mar if they ate the right amount and the Talmidim that ate by the by the base Alevi, they they did they walked out, they felt Pasha that were they even yaitza the mitzvahs, whereas the Talmidim that ate by the Natsiv, they they talk about how the the Seder was unbelievable. And we do have accounts of people that were by the Natsiv by the Seder and, and they heard all the tyrus of his this tyra ended up being in their Meshefer some of it is found in his work Al Taira. It's very Kadai to learn the parishes of Shemois Vayrabai from the Natsiv one year, or his parish on this very Pshat, incredible stuff. And and also they said that at the end of the Seder he said Shirashirim, and on that also he gave a, he has a safe on Shirashirim, incredible. So he would expound on all his tires, the contrast of the different Sadarm. Anyway, moving right along, just to finish up, a few a few last um, names. Um just I'm just mentioning all different types of names because it could be one will talk to one person, one to a different person. There's Rabbi Shua Heller, another great, great guy in, um, from Avlita, as a parish, Arli Yisharim. There's Rabbi Yisar Zechariah Stern, another great guy in Zechariah has a Haggadah. These are beautiful, beautiful Haggadahs. Um, and to conclude with three more Haggadahs, um, three, four more Haggadahs of, of, of Achroinim, what I call, is the Minchas Ani from Darach Laner. Um, it's been the first time it was printed was from manuscript in the early 70s, then they reprinted it uh, more recently. It's available. There's the Archa Shulchan Haggadah from the Archa Shulchan, and here I must say, I when I first got it, I couldn't put it down. I was reading it for hours straight. Um, it's unbelievable drush, but drush that you could say over a lot of parts. You know, the Archa Shulchan you always picture as a Paisik, you don't picture him as an unbelievable Baldarshan with Yesidus and even some Kabbalah in there, but forget about the Kabbalah, the drush is beautiful. And to conclude, um, this section is this Rebuvim Magolus Sagada. If you if you're a fan of Rebuvim Magolus' style, it's excellent. There's two parts actually. There's one part is a liquid from different Hasidic Shemakayrus stuff. Very nice stuff to stay over. And also back to a lot of times the development of the Leila Seder or very schmacka small pieces that one could say over with Rebuvim Magolus' sharp shar, shar varts can be found in Sagada. Also recently redone. It should be available. And the last Sagada also was recently redone. Also not so well known was Ratsu Farber, a, a great Litvish Sagada, who ended up being in England. Um, and his Agado was recently reprinted. Also, very, very nice stuff that one could say over. Akopadim, this is just, as I said, there's thousands of Agados. Just to mention, as the time um, runs out on me, some of the Agados that are out there. Wow, <clears throat> fascinating. So, since I'm talking to you, I could ask you how come you didn't mention Agado that I have used in the past. I found that it has a very nice structure of the whole Agado, and its questions and answers is the Malvin Agado. Ah, so, so that's a great question, and I cannot. We're not going to go into it, but it's been very heavily debated. It is a beautiful Agada, but it's been heavily debated in the past five, ten years. Who is the author of this Agada? Lots of articles have been written about it, and each one has tried to make a case that it is the Malbum. The other side has made a case, strong cases that it's not the Malbum. Um, so therefore, I didn't mention in the list, but I know many people love the Haggadah because it, it's similar to the Malm style, and it's a very useful Haggadah. And as you said, it does go through a lot of the parts, very shadow-oriented, and it's a worthwhile Haggadah to go through, whoever wrote it. Very good. Okay, so no. I rushed you before, so I don't know if you're up to contemporary yet. I mean, real contemporary. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now we're ready. I, I, I have Rahman, so we'll go like this. First, is useful Likutim. So in recent years, there's 
endless amount of useful ikutim. So one such one is the l'chvay when Yosef Bixbamel's nifter mechonishlaim rush to get out of oitzim afarshe hagada, similar to their styles of other collections, and it's a very good hagada. It's a very nice likut. They tr- the editors try um, say that in the hagdama they emphasize they're trying to be pshat oriented. They use many hagadas, um, and it's a very useful hagada till today. Um, also good good material to say over. Another useful Haggadah that's come out in recent years, less than 10 years ago, is the Oiz Vahadur Haggadah, which has a lot of Allah, a lot of Pshat, a lot of Chasidus, and it's a nice monstrosity. I mean, like everything else they do, they have all types. So I'm talking about the the, the one that's like the all-in-one Haggadah from them. But that's um, um, Likutim, and I'll just mention one, because otherwise people, um, just to throw out there, a contemporary person of a Haggadah today, so there's a very nice Haggadah from Rabbi Vigdor Nevensal, one of the great Kedolim that we have, Baruch Hashem, still alive, the Talmud Muvak of Hashem Zalman Orbach from the Eratika, so in his series called Yerushalayim B'mayadeh, so he has some very nice small say-over um, pieces from on the for the Leil Haseder in the Haggadah, and, and other Shmuzim relating to the Leil Haseder could be found in his Okay, so this is just, a, a, as I keep on saying, um, some of the uh, materials out there um, to make it useful. Okay. So we should have that whoever listens to this episode and has a Haggadah that they enjoyed that wasn't mentioned here, should send it in to us, either to eliezerbrot at gmail.com or to us at Waldaf or Parsha, wherever you want to catch us, either email or WhatsApp. We're fascinated to hear from all the listeners the Haggadahs that they enjoyed. Um, okay, you want to put a wrap on this? So just I just I'm talking about two. I'm talking about just two more um, pieces I want to talk about. So one is like this. Sometimes people ask, you, "Is there any unique Haggadah? So there's uh, obviously there's many unique Haggadahs. One that I found very unique was written during the Holocaust by a Belzer Hasid, and he wrote a parish, and he didn't just write a parish. He had the Haggadah in the middle, and on the side he had something like six perushim. Here's a picture of how. Um, not sure if what it does justice to see it, but it's written beautifully. It's completely legible. Somehow his young daughter survived and was able to save this. He died. He was killed in the Holocaust. And it has all types of Purushim. It's a beautiful, beautiful agada, And eventually it was redone in a much more user-friendly manner. And one could see it over here. And it's very, very useful. And it's great. It's great stuff. But it's unique. Is a person during the Holocaust, during the crazy times, he was able to sit down and he, he it, it, there's no cross outs. Six Perushim going on in the Haggadah. What's it called again? It's called Haggadah Base Avram Base Aaron. And his name, let me just check his name. I know he was a Belzer Hasid. I believe his name is Rabbi Avram Aaron Friedman. Okay. Um, and that, So that's one unique Haggadah. And I, now I'd just like to conclude. Um, um, just to spend two, um, three to four minutes but, uh, with the following him. Leila Seder, everyone is, uh, we, as we said, everyone's always looking for Agadas and they're looking for Eitzas, how to make it interesting, and etc., uh, etc. Et so there is another um, genre in the collection, collecting of Agadas, and that's called picture Agadas. This began already in the time of the Middle Ages, and it, it still goes on till today. And and the story is like this. Stam, in the 1960s, just as funny, there was some the, the Diskin the Diskin orphanage began to to make when people to get people to give out some money to them every year they would find some rare exotic agada, and they were printed in a very nice edition. Um, here's an example. It's, some of them are legible. It's called the Haggadah of the Chinese Jews from a manuscript. 
and it has a and it has a whole fancy Haggadah, three four pages, some unique things that one could find in it. A different Haggadah we have, the Haggadah of the Bnei Israel of India, and they have numerous numerous Haggadahs from the 1960s onwards. They still, um, I don't know if they stopped. Or they stopped very recently, but it became a collector's item. There's uh, something like 40, 50 of them. And each one, when you open it up, there's an introduction. A lot of them are written by Tavia Preshel and others, and they're illustrated, a lot of them. And you can learn from these illustrations a lot of Minhagen, what they did in the day. And also, a lot of times, it's also for the different parts of the Haggadah, it's a good springboard. You have a kid, and you show him this picture, and you say, oh, what's going on here? And it triggers different um, things going on. Now, this is a, a huge subject. One could speak about this for hours. There's numerous, numerous books on just even on one Haggadah of the um, on many different, let's say, in the I mentioned already in the Middle Ages. So there's books on each manuscript already. There's whole books on them. There's an intro, but if let's say one wants to have a crash course, so there's two books, two recent books about them. One is from Yosef Yerushalmi called Haggadah and History which he took from well, many picture Haggadahs, um, five centuries worth, and he and he shows all different types of interesting things one could see from, from different Haggadahs that are illustrated over the years. Just to, uh, another thing, Lamash of the Chassam Seifer had his a Talmud of the Chassam Seifer um, made for the Chassam Seifer a present, an illustrated Haggadah. Here, this is a picture in the Haggadah. Um, that's the, this is the Arba Banim. Um, here is the the cities that with Paroi, um, another illustration. So a Talmud of the Chassam Seifer made for the Chassam Seifer this Haggadah, um, and and he ends up giving it to his wife. The Chassam Seifer gave it to his wife. This German translation on the side, one could see. Um, and I think the original is color. Here, one could see is the this is German, and there's different editions of it. And and so you see, it was given as Matanas. I mean, even by the Chassam Seifer. Another such Haggadah, just to mention, is the um, Koran put out Haggadah. It's called Signs and Wonders, which they started. They they actually, Yosef Yishami does it more from the printing. They took even from uh, man, Manuscript Haggadahs, famous Manuscript Haggadahs. Okay, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go into listing all of them. There's a lot to learn from them. I'm just going to be Messiah with, two, with uh, two, three last points related to this. In 1526, there was Haggadah. It's the Prague edition of Agada. It's considered by one of the most important illustrated Agadas ever to be published. And um, there's something like 60 pictures inside it. Anyway, one can learn from it. I've written articles in both Hebrew and English about it. You can learn a lot of different interesting halachas from it. And what's significant is it's written before the Shulchan Aruch. So it's very interesting to see certain things, how they were naive. Okay. But the question is, in general, who are all these picture Haggadahs? And, and that's why I'm bringing it up. Who are they meant for? So it would seem, and this already I see in the Avram Yari writes in the introduction to his volume, it was probably, and a good chance it was for, to get the, the who's the, Leil the devoted, who's it for? It's geared for the children. And um, the special audience of the Leil Haseda is the children. And the best tool is to get them to be able to um, get into it, to be able to makayim v'gad levincha. At one time, I was I wrote an article which relates to various minhagim that we do throughout the seder, and they're very well known. We do different types of things, also to get them um, into it. So pictures was a, is a way through visual aid to get them to show. Um, you're not just saying the haggadah. Some, for some, especially younger kids, it becomes very boring. So here, all of a sudden, you stop and you show them a picture from a haggadah, and you say, "Oh, what's going on here?" And a lot of times, the pictures are based on midrashim, and it helps lighten up the mood for the adults too. 
Now, what's the significance of this? That to be Messiah with this prop is Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach raised the issue that it might be a problem to look at illustrated Haggadahs on Pesach because it's not possible one could look at captions of, of um, um, captions of images on Shabbos. But if the pshat is it's to educate children, it might be that this is a limutzchus to for looking at these Haggadahs. And it's clear from some of these Haggadahs, for example, there's a 1590 Haggadah from Prague who had in it the, the Rabbi Yitzchir, who I mentioned earlier, who gave the drasha, he was involved with the Haggadah. So if he's authorizing a picture Haggadah, and as I said, let's say the Chsam Seifer, he's giving his wife Haggadah, and there's a caption underneath. He, he, obviously, it's mutter. Why? Because this is a way, and the Chsam Seifer also, we see, we, we know that he was very into the, the, the children for the Leila Seder, his wife, his, everyone should be able to participate. And that's a very important point in the Leila Seder, that even though there's so much, so much material out there, um, it's still Kedai to remember them. who's the main audience for the Leila Seder for, in many homes it's the children and, and one has to be very careful to make it guide um, um, for their age age appropriate as they say and that and this is just some of the materials out there and on as I said on the topic of, of the images there's a lot to talk about but this is just to I feel that you just we got to cram in as much as we could in this short amount of time um today okay wow you should have done this like three months ago okay so mr shem everyone can pick up a couple of our goddess and enjoy themselves preparing for their little seder and together wish everybody a they should have a seder where they're able to grow and have an aliyah and ruchnius and feel and feel them becoming part of the Jewish nation as we become, once again, every year, is a new Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Once again, I just want to mention, if anybody wants to be part of the email list that Rabbi Brat sends out with all his original chidushim of Svarim and articles and all the things like that, just email him at eliezerbrat at gmail.com. Okay, thank you very much, and everyone should have a wonderful Yontif.